off my car. Fuck you talking about I ain't going nowhere, nigga. Man, you don't really want no steady. <laughs> Not a whole lot. Just, you know, had to go ahead and throw this Sunday night recording out. Got to keep the streets fed, all that good stuff. Oh, I got to get, man. So, on my laptop, a hard drive crashed. So, I can't get none of my podcast stuff going outside of Flag on the Play because that's the only one I do on Zoom. The rest of them I do hard recording. So, I'm struggling. It's been three weeks since we did Bro Listen. I was wondering why I hadn't seen y'all like on stream or anything. Cause I normally right. like see y'all on, nigga, on because, like, July. because no static, the only one holding hold, bell down, nigga. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. You got no caps in your voice. Listen, so that's accurate. Especially listen, if we if this like two pies a week thing is like a regular thing, then yeah, we, we pretty much in the forefront. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. That's gonna be a hard sell for my wife. The white dudes always interfering with the podcast, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> we, me and her, in a good spot. She, oh yeah, then you, you do yes, what you got to do. Exactly. Because, <laughs> because I'm not gonna be with you, bro. I'm not gonna be with you. When I said, hey, I, when I told her, I said, hey, uh, I think this uh, move to Wednesday gonna be permanent. She gave me that look, and I'm like, I know, I know. Dang. That's rough, bro. I get the same thing from Bud Wife on a flag on a plate. We done moved it like the show like 19 times, bro, trying to figure out what's a good space for her. I know it's good for us, but I'm like, what's good for you? Because I, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, yeah. But yeah, man, it's all good. Yeah. It's like that too, you know. Like, not that I would know what it is, but I know for others it could be like that because, you know, time and whatnot. So. I like that, Dennis. You like I wouldn't know what that is because I get my straight. I see your boy with it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I feel your boy get your straightening out. Boy, I feel you, boy. <laughs> Wakaka. I feel you. But in the meantime, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, no static podcast episode one forty four. Not too many people. Not too many people knew that I was going. Um, I was doing this recording besides us. So, like the listeners don't even know. So, you know, I'm here. I'm Dennis, your host. LQ is here. Jax yes, is here. We also have uh, a special guest. Um, who didn't know what Applebee's was until the other day. I can <laughs> Sarah. Hi, Orin. So, who also has a podcast? If you want to go ahead and um let the people know know the information on where they can hear that at. Yeah. Hey, so. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know how much Dennis has said about me, but no, nothing I, at all. Oh, absolutely nothing. Okay. Zero. So I reside very, very, very up north. Very up north. Like extremely up north. Canada. You can get. Yes. 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 I live uh, just a little bit outside of Toronto. From Canada. Hmm? Elemental surprise. How did Dennis meet somebody from Canada? So, he's got his ways. He's got his ways. <laughs> yeah, you know, connections. No, no, no. Okay, okay, Sarah, I understand that I'm just meeting you. I'm just meeting you. It has nothing to do with you. This is the shit me and Coop be talking about when it comes to Dennis. <laughs> we don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> That's a good point, though. 
I, I'm kind of on their side with that one, Dennis. Like, you be pulling rabbits out the hat, brother. Listen, got to gotta take it to take this thing to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know, but uh, hey, hey, sir, did it tell you that he had a song with Drake? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, so you? I don't know how serious it can take that. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, he actually, um, well, like, if you, if you're ever down here, if you ever come down here, I can show you his, the condo that Drake lives at, and the, the huge ass mansion that he lives at, like, you can literally just drive by it, and you can stop there, and his security will be like, all right, what's up, what are you guys doing here, you know, like, you can stop there for about, like, five minutes, and then they'll tell you, okay, you need to leave, but I mean, hey, if you want to pass by there, then, then I can, I can take you there, yeah. I like that's how she said uh, down here, like she, like we don't have to travel far. <laughs> hey, bro, that's like a that's I like a thing. That too. I was like, wait a minute, what does that mean that they're coming up here? <laughs> that's a thing, though. Like wherever you're from, you be like, oh yeah, when you come down here, you could be up north, you could be out west, you could be out out. It don't matter wherever you're from. You be like, when you come down here, bro, I got you. There you go. There you go. Come the fact that you. The fact that you actually guessed Canada was good because I didn't even mention that. I was going to like have that be like a surprise. So, you know, major kudos on that one. Bro, when somebody say they from way up north and it's not New York and I ain't hear no, hey, I didn't hear no bodega slash stank Timberland Ugg boot in her voice. So I was like, oh, she got it. If she sound pleasant and friendly, you got to be from Canada. Canadians friendly by nature. Truth be told, there are some people here that are not very friendly so i mean that's usually what the stereotype is but i mean there's some they don't belong there that. man canadians listen y'all gotta hold y'all stereotype down you gotta <laughs> be friendly you gotta be like oh i mean i like nice. I yeah like you gotta be like yeah and you gotta be racially ambiguous which you check that box too <laughs> so you all canadians are racially ambiguous they're either white think so. or racially ambiguous damn yo <laughs> this is so no like this is so interesting because whenever i meet people from outside of my like outside of even like where i live and stuff like that i always get that i'm racially ambiguous but it's even stretched even further to people in the states <laughs> i think that's so yeah <laughs> yeah canadian a, and brown yeah i don't know what you is <laughs> listen sarah whatever you do stay in canada this shit sucks yeah, <laughs> it's I trash mean, I down here. I don't disagree with you there. I've made it. I've made it pretty clear to a lot of my American friends that I do not, in any way, want to live over there where you guys are at. I'm sorry. Bad, <laughs> bad, I, I, I do have a question. I do have a question because I have right. a friend of mine. Uh, I have a friend. I have a friend of mine who's like finding the truth, and he put out a post uh, this weekend that they are taking you guys' guns. Is that true? <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, taking our guns? Yeah, like like the Canadian government is going around taking away guns from you guys. Uh, well, I don't know because I've been explained that different. Okay, Dennis, you can correct me here. Is different states have different laws, and different counties also have different laws. We don't really have things like that over here. It's more so divided into like what the entire country or the entire province mm. thinks 
technically you're not allowed to carry a firearm at all uh, unless you're like cops or like people that are first responders and stuff like that or unless you're gonna go hunt that's literally like that those are the only times anybody should ever be carrying a firearm other than that it's illegal to carry one so i to be honest with you i have no idea what your friend is talking about (laughs) can you hear me slobbing as i breathe in the socialism <laughs> I can taste it from over here. You keep talking nice to me. I'm gonna come up there. I'm gonna oh, keep so talking funny. nice to me. Keep, what? You heard? Y'all heard that? It's not based on the state or the county. It's based on what the whole country thinks. Mm, socialism. Is, give it to me. Everything is I synonymous. Need it. I need it, it in my veins. It really just yeah. No, I think it really just depends on. It depends on, on on what the prime minister says, and then from there it's a step down, which would be the premier, and then the step down from that would be mm-hmm. the premier. So. Mm, I hit socialism. The only thing wrong is y'all still have the head of state as the queen of England, and y'all pay tax to them. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, that I that. But see, here's the thing: is that there's not that much interference with that really either like the only time I ever really hear anything that applies specifically to me would really be like if the 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 one who runs the province not even the country the one who runs the province that's the one that applies the most to me I think everything else is like whatever but I mean yeah no I don't what the the fact that we still run on a system by like the monarchy or whatever that doesn't really dictate that much to be honest it's kind of just there none of us really like Great bananas when I seen Canadian money from the first time. And I was like, y'all got the old white lady on y'all money too? <laughs> what? Same thing with the Bahamas, bro. I'm on a cruise. I get off the boat in the Bahamas. I'm like, first time in the Bahamas? This gonna yeah. be a breeze. I go in it, bro. I see a Bahamian dollar, bro. And they got the old white lady on it. I'm like, yo, this old, this is like, bro, she's like Emperor Palpatine, bro. She's everywhere. It's different. It's it's on different things because from my understanding is that we have it, we have her face on our coins, but on the bills themselves, it's different people. Like I don't know if you guys have seen Canadian dollar bills, like $20, $50, $10. If you guys ever want to Google it, it looks like Monopoly money. And if you like if you get it straight from the bank and you scratch the plastic part, it smells like maple syrup. I'm not making it up. It's hilarious. What it is is greatness. When you scratch yeah. Americans' dollars, they smell like cocaine. So, and I'm not making that up either. So, there you go. Listen, let's, no wonder they close their borders. <laughs> <laughs> let's ask a serious question, Sarah. What is your podcast about? Um, so I kind of came up with the idea a little bit. I I want to say like a little bit after the pandemic had started because I was like super super bored I was a student I was just finishing up my uh, my master's degree and I was thinking like okay like I really need to find something to occupy my time and I really started to get into listening to podcasts including this one mm-hmm. and so, so I was like, oh, hold on y'all y'all hear that we in Canada bitch yeah. <laughs> I so but what I was thinking I was I was thinking like what would I even talk about what would I even have to say on there and would anybody even listen to me so I started asking around and the thing that's really common with a lot of my friends is that a lot of them will come to me for advice on like really 
really whatever it is that they want to ask me about, like whether it's relationships or friendships or anything that has to do with their lives. And I feel like a lot of times I drag on about the things that have happened to me because that's that's usually the way I relate to other people as I tell them about stuff that's happened to me. So my podcast really just kind of is like me talking to my friends about certain situations that I have put myself in or have gotten myself into. Um, and I kind of talk about that and how that's really taught me certain kinds of life lessons and things like that. And if anybody takes anything away from that, then that's, that, that, that's more than enough for me. And altogether, the stories that I do end up telling, they have their own little comedic twist to it. And some of the stories are very, are very out there and very interesting <laughs> to say the least, but that's basically in a nutshell, uh, what my podcast uh, consists of on uh, every Friday. You can sum up the wildest story you put out on your podcast. Like, try to give us like 280 characters or less. Okay. Let me think. Because there's quite a few. So, I'd say probably the first one that I talked about where I went on this date with this guy from Tinder, which was a very, I was like, I, I had just gotten out of a relationship maybe like a couple months before that so I definitely wasn't ready to start dating but I started I, I I went on this date with this one guy and when I met up with him he started saying things that you definitely don't ask on a first date including like oh you should be my mom you definitely look like the girl I want to marry and like really just like completely freaked me out and I was just like yeah I don't I don't think this is for me and he was just very persistent and very much like the type to like very much be like no like give me a chance just give me a chance so homie was really down bad but you know like I just <laughs> now I have a question yes why, why did why was that like a red flag for you because you don't ask that on a first date. Like, would you would you say to a girl, like, I'm going to marry you? Like, because that's that were his words. Is like, I can see myself marrying a girl like you. But he reached. Uh, well, one, one, I'm I'm married, but most of the women now, yes, uh, most of my single women friends, yes, um, God don't even want you to like you. He's breaking you up. <laughs> <laughs> God don't even want you to like you. He breaking you up. Most of your single women and friends are thoughts. I'll finish that for him. You said it. You hear it. If y'all listening, I said it about y'all, especially you, Gigi. You're a thought. You're a thought by I'm here for fun. Fixed it. I fixed it. Don't worry, God. I got them. Thought bots. That's what it is. That's why I don't know what you going to say, but I know they thought bots. Okay? Period. Most of your single women friends are thought bots, Q. This no. is a nice, outstanding young it's, lady from Canada. It's not like they're in their 20s just tossing the pussy on the table. Like, <laughs> that's not what's happening. No. No, 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 no. But I think, like, after you reach a certain age, yes, that's on the table. But that shouldn't be, like, one of the first things that you talk about. Especially if you're just going to get to know somebody, obviously you don't want to beat around the bush and waste some, anybody's time. You obviously want to know what somebody's intentions are. But I think there's a way of like expressing that in a way that's not creepy. If, if you catch my drift, like, I don't think, like, I think, I think there's a way to be interested without sounding too interested. Because girls, because the thing is, it's like, yes, I, I'm very much aware that all of us are very confusing. We are so confusing. And 
like fact of the matter is is you're never gonna know what we want because even when we tell you what we want that's not really what we want so <laughs> but I think like going back to what I said I think there's just a way to really like make yourself or like make yourself known to the person or make your intentions clear to a person uh, without coming off like really really desperate or really really creepy yeah and I also think like um because there's this thing where people like say say like as soon as I saw her, I knew, or as soon as I spent like maybe a day or two, I knew. And like, people just yeah. like, do you think yeah. it's possible for, <laughs> like, do you yeah. think it's possible for somebody to know that fast? Hey, yo, it's, it's cap, bro. Like, listen, you can't meet, listen, you know how many nice young thoughts I'd have met in these streets. And I was like, listen, baby, Listen, you awesome, but I've never, bro, like, even when you've been with somebody for years, you'd be like, you the one, and you probably wrong, because the divorce rate is three years. Mm -hmm. So, you still lying. If you if you marry somebody and be like, oh, uh, you the one, and you get married, and then you get divorced three years later, you was wrong. That's what humans need to admit, that they wrong, bro. But and that nothing lasts anymore. forever. <laughs> bro, here's really. the thing that's tripping me out. Here's the thing that's tripping me out. And and, and I get what you're saying, Jax. But for the people who are married in our, in our age group, we're actually breaking that percentage. You think because so? What's happening, because what's happening now is it seems like everybody in our age group, we saw everything that happened before us, and we said, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Okay? And we're like, okay. Like, for example, there's this myth that black men do not want to marry black women. When in actuality, the fact of the matter is we're marrying black women at an 86% rate. I need so to know where this is coming so from. So who's lying? Everybody's <laughs> lying. That's well, thing, there's okay. a myth. There's a myth that black men don't take care of their kids. That's when we're mess. actually the highest percentage of active fathers in their kids' lives. I can verify that mm -hmm. one, y'all. I read the same CDC report. Also, okay, Samuel's with the stats. Yeah, I, that, but, that, but, that was but, verified. But, that, but that, that's what's going on because like for like a couple of months ago, I was in this group chat and women was like bashing, bashing their baby daddy talking about and the rest of y'all niggas ain't shit, da 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 and I had a flat out saying, okay, check this out. You ain't shit. Because when, when when I hear women talk about men don't take care of their kids, I'm like, who are you talking to? Because I literally have friends in court every month, every other month going like, yo, I don't give a fuck how much money she get. I want to see my kid. I think like in some ways you have a point but I think the other side of the coin just to be the devil's advocate here and yes yes to women yes women um, <laughs> I think a lot of I think a lot of what the perception is though is like because my experience ended like this therefore it will end like this for everybody else you know what I mean like it's it's kind of the idea where um you know like oh because my relationship ended terribly so is yours you know like right. kind of you know do y'all have baby daddies in canada or do y'all come like baby mounties or maybe baby mooses 
I love here's here's what's so interesting because I'm usually the one that's like America is such like it's a completely different world but then hearing it on the flip side where people think that I like am from this magical land where like things are completely different or like we run things in such a unique way it's just mind-boggling first of all if you listen to bro listen you'll know real quick because you are a socialist and live in a socialist environment you could come destroy my life (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm here for all your socialism and stuff. Secondly, or whatever, America is like 18 million different places. Like, it's hard to explain America in general. I was talking to one of my foreign buddies. He's from um, uh, Bosnia, right? Mm-hmm. And he he's, he lived in Jacksonville, which is where I live at. And um, then he Florida, lived... Right? Yeah, 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 in okay. Florida. It's at, it's at the top part with the red okay. name. But... <laughs> It's not Florida how you think of it, like with the palm trees. That's Miami and Orlando and stuff. I live in like red. No, I think like of South Florida, Florida. I just immediately think of like Florida man, you know, like. Yeah, Florida like Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida man's from Jacksonville. Like actually, like he lives like four blocks from where I live at. Nice. So like, so like, like I was explaining to him, his name's Nehi, and I was telling Nehi, I was like, bro, like America's so weird because like there's people in America that don't live fully in America. So like for like the the, the hood that I'm from in, in Jacksonville, there's people in America that have no idea that even exists, like whatsoever. So like trying to, de- you talking about like with Canada, trying to describe America to somebody is even more crazy because like, even like I'm from the hood, I'm from Grand Park in Jacksonville. All my people from Jacksonville know that's what's at, where it's at GP. But at the same time, okay, see me then bro. But um, at the same time, what's going on in Grand Park, even though it's the hood, it's not what's going on in Compton or it's not what's going on in, you know, Brooklyn or Watts or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's so different. It's so big and so damn Canada's pretty big too. But oh, all y'all live yeah. in like Toronto though. So like, it's like y'all live in Toronto, Vancouver, Quebec. And Those like, like there's- the big ones, yeah. Right. Wow, look, like, he knows. I'm, I'm minor in history. And geography and stuff. So, but then there y'all have like those sheep herders in Nova Scotia, and then that's it. Like everybody else is like spaced out. But here, there's no net. Like how you were saying, like everybody's national. We don't have a national identity. I try to tell people that all the time. Mm-hmm. There's no national American identity. Like if you ask a person from Jacksonville, what's an American, and then ask a person from Indiana, what's an American, you'll get two different descriptions. But if you ask a person from Canada, from British Columbia or Alberta. I'm pretty sure they'll be similar. I think yes, when it comes to provinces, but when it comes to cities, that's a whole other ball game. I'm gonna tell you something. Somebody from Toronto is not gonna be the same as somebody from a place like Oshawa. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yeah, that's because <laughs> yeah. his name Oshawa. Like that sounds scary. Like in America, if it was called Oshawa, I ain't going there, especially when the sun down. Uh, it's it's pretty much the opposite though, because Oshawa <laughs> is where all the white people live. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. White that's people exactly in Canada, why I'm not going after the sun. Exactly. Sun. See, that's a big problem. White <laughs> people in Canada, green flag. White people in America, hell no, buddy. Won't get me. Not today. No, sir. Sir, I was sorry I came to your gas station, but we seem to be out of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, are y'all, bar- did they say anything about opening y'all borders anytime soon? No, actually, well, my city, or actually the entire GTA, 
we're currently on a lockdown. I want to say this is what week four of the lockdown. We have two more weeks left because we were supposed to finish it May 6th, but then they extended it by two more weeks. So I'm assuming that that also applies to borders, especially because there's like this surge in cases in, in India or something like that, where they're not opening any borders to like any international travelers. So much less in the States, they will be opening that up anytime soon. So not here in Jacksonville. I just took my daughter to the main event yesterday. It was no mask and people was wild. You hear me? We was out here. We out here in Florida. Ain't no fear. We want the vid. Everybody want the vid. That's how we do it. The concept of that is just insane. Because Man, if you came down that. here, Sarah, you would lose your shit for real. You don't even understand what's going on down here. What does dude on TikTok say? You do not even know what's going on. You do not know what's going on. Okay, we getting money out here. Okay, the governor crazy. We just had a UCL fight where nobody ain't have on no mask. The whole arena was sold out. Oh, like, no, we ain't crazy. playing down here. Yeah, we ain't playing down here, okay? We want everybody to get the vid. We doing herd immunity. It's stupid as fuck. The governor's stupid as fuck. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So, Sarah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is probably like my, like my last wild question to you. All right, all right. Uh, what's the craziest thing you or somebody you know has done for pandemic sex? <laughs> okay, wait. I don't know if I heard that right. Did I? No, hear you that? heard it right. However, you heard it. It's how I said it. <laughs> they don't have pandemic sex in Canada. Q. That's not Can what they're doing. Explain to me what that is, because I don't. <laughs> They don't have even... That's the Florida okay, thing. Okay, like how, like how you're, how y'all are like week four of the lockdown, and y'all got extended two more weeks. Mm-hmm. So in my head, if you walk outside, you're going to get shot. <laughs> I mean, no, but the rule is is that you shouldn't be going out, and the only actually, it was funny. They said that they were going to have cops stopping people like randomly stopping people in their cars and being like, where are you going? Because the only also, time like, you should like ever America. be leaving your house, the only time you should be leaving your house is going to get groceries or going to like a doctor's appointment. And that's it. You shouldn't be visiting other people or going shopping or anything like that. Like, or like doing like other things like that. They were originally going to do that. They were going to start implementing that. But then so many people get this. This is how nuts our, our situation is, is so many people complained to our premier and said, hell no, hell no. Do you know how many problems that's going to create? And he was like, all right, never mind. Like, let, let's scrap that idea. That, that sounds like the way government is supposed to work. No, <laughs> I mean, yes. Are you Democrats? That idea was even brought up in the first place. Like, it just, like, the fact that it didn't register that, hey, mm. maybe that might be a bad idea. You tell um, your premier to stand on socialism. What the fuck wrong with him letting y'all out the fucking house? Don't yes. let me be the premier up there in your province because it's going to be shut down, boo-boo. It's over. Ain't nobody coming outside to the vid gone. You hear me? It's over to the vid gone because I, 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 what y'all doing? We Canadians. We don't do that. Don't make me bring the queen. I say that there's some people here that aren't very friendly and are not very much going to follow the rules anyway. So there are still people that go out and do whatever the hell they want, but you're very limited in the things that you can do because basically everything's closed. 
Like yeah. restaurants, you can't even see inside. Movie theaters, you can't go. You can't do anything except for go for hikes or like go for walks or anything like that. That's oh, good. That's like Canadians' favorite thing to do, right? Hiking and maple <laughs> syrup and shit. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. I like hiking. You're not wrong. Right. So I reiterate my question. What's the craziest thing you or somebody that you know has done for some pandemic sex? I think I think to be honest with you, it's people still going over to other people's houses, not really Facts. caring about the rules. Facts. People still are just like, you know what? Let me let me get a slice of that. I don't care. They'll just head out. <laughs> me, me, Dennis. And- me, Dennis, and Q are on this guy's chat, and um, I mentioned that I would rather have uh, chlamydia, uh, COVID than chlamydia. And um, everybody, like uh, Tank, co-host of uh, Brothers Podcast, was like, yeah, so COVID can't be that bad because you'd rather have chlamydia. No, that ain't the reason why, buddy, bro. Okay, but I feel like that's the answer. If you're willing to risk your life to go get a, a, a little slice of pudding, bro, you can't wait these little three weeks, bro. You can't pull out the Pornhub. I bet Canadian Pornhub is great. I got to pull up my VPN thing and put it on Canada. I bet they have, like, just the friendliest porn stuff. It's just amazing. <laughs> but if you can't be on the hub for two weeks so the world can get better, that's what's wrong with everybody. I think I said this when we had the little show where we talked about the COVID thing. I just think everybody's so selfish or whatever oh. and, like, self-centered and care about themselves so much that they don't even realize, like, bro, all you had to do was chill for, like, three, four weeks, and we'll be all right. But we can't chill for three, four weeks, bro. We down here maskless in Duval. You hear me? Maskless, Dennis. Maskless. I think think what a common thing that I've heard a lot, and for some reason, like, that's, like, a huge thing for you guys over there. Like, it's it's pretty common for us here, too, but, like, over there, you guys are, like, freedom, and it's my right. I have the right. I'm an American. Blah blah blah. Like that's how you guys will say it. And I'll look. I'll look at these videos or I'll see these interactions between people, and I'm like, you guys have no idea what anything outside of the U.S. looks like. Hell, at all. no, they don't, because they from some little picket fence ass town, and they listen to a song that be like a cold beer, a screen door, American flag in a pickup, and then they think that's like life, and yeah. they, they get lied to. <laughs> By, they get lied to by these people that make them think they're superior and what they got going on is more important than what Sarah got going on or Dennis or his girl or Q or whatever. And it's not, it's not, it's not. And that's just how we roll here in America. There is this, there's this pretentiousness of being, and even black people in America suffer from this too. When you're born American, you're born pretentious because they tell you from day one, this is the greatest country on earth. Other countries don't do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they they, no. they instill that shit in like dead ass. We're all told when we're like five, six years old, we fucking color in flags and shit in school. Like we color in the flags and and like we talk about war, great wars and shit when we in first grade and they say this is the greatest land on earth and shit. Like all that shit y'all see in Canada, that shit real. This shit ain't fake. This shit is dead ass just like that. However you think it is, it's dead ass just like that. And it's crazy. <laughs> That's why I love and enjoy your socialism. I can taste it from here. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into the docket. <laughs> um, yes. Who saw the Who saw the Mortal Kombat movie? Yo, I'm gonna watch it tonight with my daughter. However, however, Dennis, why though? Why do we have a Mortal Kombat movie in 2021? Why is this happening? 
That's I, so when I see you put that on the docket, I was like, you know what? I was, I, I was gonna watch it, and I was like, I'm gonna wait and watch it with Anna Banana. Then I thought about, it, I was like, why do we, why do we have a Mortal Kombat movie, Dennis? People are running out of ideas. That's literally that, what it is. Sarah, I'm with you when you're right. Did you ask <laughs> for this, Dennis? Did you ask for this? I mean, here's what I'll say, and I'll keep it. No, I'll keep it spoiler free. Hmm. I do think that I do think that they did it some justice by giving it the R rating and adding the fatalities that we know from the mm-hmm. from the games from like the video games right. compared to like the the old Mortal Kombat movie where it felt watered down like it was interesting to see how this was set up now as far as how the movie is it's not bad it's not great either i'll say is decent and I'll say, um, I'll say my, like a couple of gripes. If I do have to say one, like there were certain things in the movie that felt very rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like they centered it or they centered it around this, this one dude that like nobody really knows. So it's like, like everybody else see, is there, see. but they just centered see, it around straight. this dude that we, that we, that nobody would really like care about. And I'm straight. I think that's another thing. Like, when you watch the movie, you'll kind of know like what I'm re- like what I'm referring to. If you watch right. the movie, because I might have just like unsold you from watching it. <laughs> now you ain't sell me. I'm gonna watch the shit because I grew up with more to come back. Here's my thing about shit like this, right? Okay, every time a new reset on Batman or Spider-Man or Superman come out, and I gotta watch this motherfucker grow into a superhero or get his powers again. When I heard that story a million times, I'm pissed. Okay, I know what the fuck happened to Batman. Come up with some new shit. So my thing is, Mortal Kombat falls into the same shit. I know what the fuck's gonna happen. I've played every video game. I've seen the story. I know the story. So it's like, okay, Liu Kang gonna die at some point, even though I'm Mortal Kombat 2, I'm Mortal Kombat 1, Katana gonna die. Like, I already know everything that's gonna happen. So it's like, why why do we have this, nigga? Come up with something else. Come up with something else, because I don't want to see this shit again. And then see, that's you say my it's thing. like a new character. Like, I'm straight. I'm straight. And see, that's my thing, too. Like, just going into it, I think it would have been better had it been a, had it been, had they made it like a series or like, with like episodes, it probably would have been better versus them. That would have been way better. Way better. Yeah. You're right, Sarah. That would have been way better. Because they tried to throw too Ooh, much stuff in there. What are yeah, we talking cool. about? Somewhat the Mortal Kombat movie. Mortal Kombat. Bro. Oh, Mortal Kombat. What, what? What did y'all expect? It was. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. I figured you was gonna say that. It's exact. It, it's a movie based on a video game. The best thing they did was they made the fights extremely better. The storyline was dumbed the fuck down. Like, I, I thought it was great. Okay. I just can't. I just can't deal with. I don't know, man. I'm getting old. The other day, I turned on Netflix, and I put on a movie with Anthony Mackie in it because I like Anthony Mackie a lot, right? So I was like, "Was it? Oh, he's so or sync copy? Sync synchronic? Yeah." I was like, "Oh, he's so dreamy. Let me watch it." So I'm watching it or whatever, <laughs> and, and like the movie was good. It was a slow build. Yeah, I'm about to say it's not a bad movie. Yeah, it was a slow build. But see, I'll take that. I'll take a slow build, B-plus level, Anthony Mackie Netflix movie over a quote-unquote, because 
the pandemic has messed this up. Blockbuster, because it would have been a blockbuster if it was still movie theaters going and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster Mortal Kombat, because I've seen that shit. I seen that shit. I ain't know what was gonna happen in Sin Crime. You know what I'm saying? But I just know Anthony Mackie is a snack. That's all I know. But outside of that, uh-huh. I don't know <laughs> or whatever. Homo, straight up. I gotta give him a, I gotta give him a King's flowers out here. I feel like Kings don't get enough flowers out here, gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna say some real shit about Mortal Kombat. Well, I don't think it was stupendous or anything. I think it was good, as good as it could be. First thing, first thing with the acting, they to cover up how bad the acting was, they let them have like more harsher language. So they let them drop f bombs and shit like that. Mm. Yeah. Number two, Kung Lao killing that killing the tar was the best part of me. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was hard. Like the fatalities yeah. were like crazy. Like I, that's another reason why I think I kind of I enjoyed it more than like the because of that aspect and them having that on there. And I definitely agree, especially when it came to Jax, the Mortal Kombat <laughs> character. Like I hate him. He I hate him. go ahead. <laughs> like, the way like the way he came into the movie. Y'all remember that old Vine that was, or that old like that old like that old saying? I was like surprise, motherfucker. He was, that, motherfucker. he was that dude. Motherfucker. Yeah, that, that was him. <laughs> and, that, and every time he was saying, I was like, dang, I'm getting flashbacks of this moment. Yeah. And he but was see, that I think that's not where it's like the good thing and the bad thing because it's good that you recognize those things because it reminds you of like your childhood when you would play it as a kid, right? But then at the same time, it's a bad thing because you're like, okay, then it's predictable at that point, right? Because you already know what's going to happen, right? So that's where I'm kind of on the fence about it because I haven't seen the movie. But at the same time, it's like, okay, these are things that I already recognize. So what's the point of me even revisiting that again? But at the same time, what I would what I would tell you is literally why even even if you see everybody else's reviews on it. Oh, Q muted itself. God didn't want him telling no (laughs) words. I was like, and dramatic pause. (laughs) They tried to they tried to uh, let us believe. That Sub Zero can just wax Lucane like that. Mm. Listen, he was he was hella oh like OP, like for no reason at all. Who's I'm Sub thinking Zero or Lucane. Sub Zero. That's I'll oh, tell yeah. you why Sub Zero OP because everybody loves Sub Zero. You niggas that you niggas that pick Sub Zero uh, when you play the game, I hate y'all. You niggas, you, you niggas that pick Q, uh, uh, not Q, uh, Jax, I hate y'all because Jax shouldn't even be on the game. I hated Jax. You just. I, I honestly didn't think he was gonna be in the game then in the movie then. So now I feel a type of way I might not watch it because I don't like that character. I don't like the way, like, I don't know why, bro, but when you look at video games and media from the 90s, the mm. token black guy character that they used to put in these games, bro. Like it like looking yeah. back, like during the time when it was growing up, it was cool. I used to pick Jack or oh, I me mean, pick Jacks, even though his powers sucked or whatever, but he's the black guy. You know what I'm saying? Representation matters. But when you go back and look at these dudes, bro, and these characters, you're like, oh my God, this shit is so fucking racist. Like, it's horrible. It's awful, bro. And it's like, it's like I can't, I don't know, bro, my mind, the way it's set up now, I can't fathom some of this shit sometimes. Like, I'm like, how did we, bro, I went back and watched the Mortal Kombat, the original, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is bad, but it's campy. So the fact that it's campy made it cool or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the stories and read some of the comments and stuff because I was like, oh, since I'm watching, I might as well. And I was like, damn, this Jax thing is so fucking like, I'm a U.S. Army major. 
and I'm motherfucking Jackson Briggs, and I'm I hate that shit, man. <laughs> that was he's him in the movie. Yeah, bro, like he's such a caricature. And I'm you motherfucking s- Jackson Briggs, motherfucker. And you've seen like how he looks like in the movie, like like and how he looks in the game. He wasn't even that built in the movie, like just yeah. that, like. And but I'll say two things. I'll say one. I'll say um. Shout out Kung Lao. He is my like when I'm playing like Mortal Kombat games, he's like my go-to character. Um, however, I do think that the I do think the timeline is a little weird because like they put um they put Natara in the movie, and Natara, like the last time Natara was in a Mortal Kombat game was Armageddon in 2006. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And is Quan they, in the movie? No. What the no. fuck out of here? I'm not watching. See, then they don't even add every single character or like all the iconic ones at that point. And see, Quan Chi. And see, the thing, the, the one thing I love about Quan Chi. First of all, is my favorite character. Okay. Probably because he's like this devil sorcerer, similar to myself. But like, Quan Chi is dope because with Quan Chi in the first arc of Mortal Kombat, he wasn't there. But he was doing so much shit in the background. You didn't realize he created Scorpion. He did all this shit in the background. So, like, if you want to make the movie cool, you can bring Quan Chi in just in little parts. And because he's such an interesting character for real. Like he, right. he's this villain, but he's a he's an ambitious villain that wants to overthrow the villain through means of another villain. It's real deep when you really think yeah. about it. Shout out to Ed Boone for even thinking about that. I know it was like on Coke or some shit. Yeah, but there's, like, no, <laughs> there's also no um no Shao Kahn either. Like that's crazy. Like Shane, okay, like Shane Song is the quote unquote like villain. Villain, but Sub Zero is like the shooter. Man, come on. <laughs> first of all, in the first game, <laughs> Shane Song was like the guy. Shane Song was the bad guy, whatever. But like yeah. It's a movie, bro. Make it good. Like, come on, Quan Chi. I gotta have Quan Chi, bro. Quan Chi was in the first Mortal Kombat movie, I think. Yeah, I'll say, um, I'll say my favorite um character in the like actual movie, and surprisingly, like, and surprisingly was Cabal. Like Cabal's character, I wish we would have saw more of him. Wait a see, yeah, I'm with y'all. The timeline fucked up. It is fucked up. It's from Mortal Kombat 3 trilogy. Yeah, Cabal didn't even show up till later. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, Cabal is like a, man, what a fucking goofy ass. Oh, my God, bro. Anywho, all right, Dennis. I'll I'll let you know (laughs) later this week. Let me know, because I do want to talk about it. Because, like, you'll see some things in there, and you'll just be like, See, and like being a being a nerd and then being a black nerd, it's really, really hard. It's so like watching it, I have to watch it from two lenses or whatever, because the Jax thing is really gonna bother me. I can let you know that right now. But like right. being a nerd in general, like it's really gonna bother me as far as like the 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 timeline being broken, the story being all fucked. That's gonna bother me, man. I'm gonna have anxiety or some shit. Listen, you you ain't seen shit yet. I'm trying not to spoil the movie. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, like, compared to how you feel about it now, expect the worst. Damn, yeah, I really, and it's crazy because, like, I really got it, like, queued up on my thing to watch right after I get off with y'all. So that's crazy. So and I it's crazy. I'm saying I told my daughter I was gonna do it, but mm. and it's crazy. I'm saying this because I didn't even hate the movie. Like, the movie was alright. 
but yeah just like just imagining like how you're think how you're thinking about it like yeah you it's it's going it's going to annoy you i can tell yeah yeah all right so um moving on um before i get into this before we get into this next topic Jax, have you ever worked a retail job why yes sir i worked at walmart on lamb turn okay so it is a great mix between those ratchet and the redneck it was amazing sir mm, okay so everybody including myself share a wild or wildest i'm not sure i kind of pull i kind of pulled one out of a hat but everybody share share like a wild retail story for, right. the, for nostalgia purposes i'm gonna need i'm gonna need i'm gonna need some time because i i i have a decent amount of them so one actually on this week's on this week's it's funny that you mentioned that because this week i think i'm pretty sure is the episode where i talk about crazy retail stuff mm. if you work in retail bro, really on point with what i'm going to be talking about how long if you work in retail how long how many days from your first day to the time some crazy shit happened you're like what the fuck is going on like <laughs> it got to be like a week at max. Oh, like, I know. I, no, no, hundred no, percent. Yeah, it doesn't take Walmart, long at all. What the fuck? Yeah, that when I was at Walmart, bro, I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like yeah. this is this shit. Is I feel insane. like, but I feel like that's like the the place of where crazy things happen, especially in the state. I don't know here because that's not really a state. Like it is a staple here, but it's not. First of all, Walmart is worship Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. When I went to Florida, (laughs) when I went to Florida like two years ago, there was this huge, like I can't even. It was huge. It was like the size of two Costco's over here, and I was like, "How does this place even exist?" Yeah, that's the average Walmart on here. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. wild, and that's where I discovered Hot Pockets because I'd never known. I never knew those shits are so nasty. Did you eat that on purpose? Like them shits are disgusting, yo. Like, yo, I despise Hot Pockets. Somebody at work warmed up the hot pocket the other day Dennis bro I swear I was about to go and bro shit I was like bro is that a hot pocket and he was like yeah I was like niggas throw me the whole one nigga straight up bro First of all, <laughs> <laughs> bro like for real it was it was one of the stank ass pepperoni pizza hot pockets or whatever and oh, I was yeah. like oh you nasty oh nasty no yeah bro it's so nasty you know why I hate hot pockets you name me a nigga that learned how to perfect warming up a hot pocket where it's warm all the way through the middle. It always be lava on the outside and a fucking iceberg in the middle of a hot pocket. Fuck you, hot pocket. <laughs> Evil consumption. <laughs> Straight on that, hot pockets. That, that should be for hot pockets. Yo, I fuck hot pockets, bro. Like may they <laughs> die with Roman noodles, bro. Hot pockets and Roman noodles can kiss my black ass. Not That's the ramen. Not the ramen. Bro, that's a thing. Well, I only hate I only hate ramen noodles because I grew up poor and we used to have to eat them all the time. And now I'm a thousandaire. So you know, being a thousandaire, I refuse <laughs> anything I ate when I was poor. So just ramen, scoop back, just scoop back down to the yeah, yeah. peasantry at this point. Yeah, that's peasantry. I ain't no fucking ramen noodles. You got me fucked up. Don't bring that shit in my house. Fuck out of here. Fuck that, my nigga. You ain't had ramen noodles with the bit with the. With the barrier meat that they be putting in the tacos now. Oh, the niggas? Barrera, yeah. Oh, listen, too cute. Y'all niggas nasty. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all Bidia? Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Bidia is nasty, nasty or ramen? No, Bidia? 
no, no, no. The the, the taco shit is delicious. The, okay. the, the, oh, I'm going dip, I'm gonna dip my tacos and aju. Ha <laughs> nigga, I've been doing it for a long time. I'm fat. Ha <laughs> welcome. But <laughs> but like the the ramen noodles with the aju, like I'm good, nigga. Like if your noodles yeah. come out a packet that says ramen, they nasty, nigga. Now if you want to do like the the ramen noodles that be at like Whole Foods where you get them and they're like in the refrigerator section and shit like that, and they're fresh noodles, that's cool. I respect you, bro. But if you eat some dry ass ramen noodles that look like goddamn, you know, uh, asbestos when you fucking take them out the pack, nigga, you nasty. You a nasty nigga. I don't fuck with you, bro. That's, but, that's because that's because you niggas just ate the noodles. That's not what they were made for. They were made <laughs> for you to, to put them with other shit. You tell and my poor ass grandma that shit, Q, because she just gave me the I, fucking I'm noodles not and she made me drink the broth way. and made me drink the broth. Y'all niggas, I'm, not, niggas. I'm not finna talk to Annie that way. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Wait, who's the um hold on? Cause while while we mentioned while we met before we get into the retail stories, while we did mention the ramen, do y'all remember Auntie Fee who um rest in peace, Auntie yeah. Fee, if you remember? But she was telling like how you can feed seven people for like three dollars using the um using the ramen noodles and like kind of just putting putting stuff oh, yeah. together with it. Yeah. Like I remember that. Yeah, that did y'all and now Sarah, did y'all consume Auntie Fee up in 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 um Canada or no? I have no idea what that is. Okay, boom. Watch me piggyback off this, Dennis. Watch me show you something real quick, my niggas. <laughs> Bro, listen, if you out there and you you own no static right now, first of all, I appreciate you for listening to all Hater Bear Media podcast. Thank you. Also, watch this right here. Do y'all consume Tyler Perry in Canada? Yes. Okay. Now, how do y'all <laughs> feel about Tyler Perry? Is that anybody grandma? Medea, is that anybody grandma up there? Or y'all just laughing? <laughs> I don't think I'm qualified to even say. Boom, my nigga. <laughs> what I said, nigga, is some mammy shit, nigga. This clown shit. We got to get this nigga off the air, bro. Straight up, bro. Because you know what, Sarah? I'm going to let you slide because you're Canadian and you're ambiguously racist, so I, racial, so I know you ain't racist. However, when you got a nigga like Auntie Fee, or even Bernie Mac, or 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 Tyler Perry, or whatever, and they're to me, you, Dennis, whatever. We look at that nigga like, oh, that's somebody grandma. Like even though he doing the mammy thing, whatever, we see it. They don't know that nigga. Ain't no niggas up there like that. So when they laughing, what they laughing at, Dennis? Huh? What they laughing at? They laughing at these nigga characters, bro. We might, yeah, so might as well come down the Mississippi River. Nah, cut that shit off, bro. Don't play that shit up there, bro. I don't play Listen, that shit, bro. I, Jax, Jax, Mm-mm. I feel you. I feel you. Tyler Perry has done more good than he has harm, dog. Yeah, I'm with the nigga. Now, I ain't saying cancel Tyler Perry. I'm just saying don't let these Canadian niggas watch it. That's all I'm saying. Y'all got to have somebody up there like that so y'all can understand it. That's all I'm saying. I don't want y'all niggas watching shit. It's like a nigga put me on game with this, bro. He said something about Bernie Mac. He's like, man, I hate Bernie Mac. I was like, what? How do you hate Bernie Mac? Bernie Mac's fucking hilarious, right? And he was like, I don't like that shit because he's a world-famous comedian and he's our uncles and granddaddies and shit. And unless you have an uncle or granddaddy like that, you're laughing at him, not with him. And I was like, oh, shit, nigga. Mm. I feel like we do have that here, but it's in like a different form because a lot of a lot of people from South Asia come here. So we mm. have guy, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. His name is Russell Peters. He's a hey, yeah. over here. He does that a lot too, where he'll like, I guess, like stereotype a lot of South Asian aunties and uncles and stuff like that. And that's like a thing. Same thing with what's her name? 
this comedian and she's a YouTuber. What's her name? Lily, super, Superwoman or whatever. Lily Singh. Right. She's, yeah, Lily Singh. I seen her with the dude, though. The yeah. Uncle Raja dude. Uncle Raja. That dude real yeah. funny. And so that's, like that. that's more common. That's That type of stuff is more common over, at least in Ontario or in Toronto. That's more yeah. of a common thing. Not really so much. I mean, like... No, I don't think there is really anybody. Like, I, I again, I'm not really qualified to say that. So, I mean, I can't. I can't I'll let you. I'll let the niggas in Toronto slide because Drake Daddy is definitely one of them characters. I done seen that nigga. So, that means them <laughs> niggas is in there and they in there slaying Jewish Canadians. You see me, my boy Drake Daddy was like, bring your Jewish ass here. Let me give you a mixtape. So, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the rest of Canada, like like Bret Hart, like I seen Coop was in here with his Bret Hart background, whatever, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. You better not watch no Bernie Mac, nigga. You ain't got no nigga in all of Calgary, Alberta, Canada that's like Bernie Mac, nigga. The closest thing that they got to a black man is Jerome McGinley, and that nigga barely black. So nah, nigga, and he been retired for a long time, nigga, so no, shut it down. Ain't no Bernie Mac consumption up there. Ain't no Tyler Perry. None of that. None of that. None of that, Calgary. Not All right, that. retail story. <laughs> My bad, nigga. I'm passionate about that. I just don't, I'm just saying, bro. I think that's some shit we don't be thinking about, bro. Because niggas in niggas in England be laughing at fucking Tyler Perry. And I'm like, nigga, you what the fuck you know about Tyler Perry, nigga? There ain't no Tyler Perry's in England. Anywho, speaking of Medea, retail story. Mm. I'm at Walmart. It's fucking Black Friday or whatever, right? So mm. they make everybody come in. And you got to work. You got to come in 3 a.m. to set up a store because they open at 6 and it's be balls to the wall crazy. That is crazy over there. You got yeah, to it's bananas. There. It's bananas. So this lady looked just like Madea, this old black lady. At the time, to show you how long ago this was, they had a sale, $29.95 for VCRs, okay? Mm-hmm. For all you kids out there that don't know what a VCR is, it's like a DVD player, but y'all might not know what that is either. Anywho, um... <laughs> They had the sale on the VCRs. So guess who had to do the VCR section? Your boy. So they had them bitches on two pallets. So me and this other dude named Curtis, we had to hand the VCRs out to people. They had to line up. We had to give them out. One person, get you get one VCR per person. So we're doing it. So we down to the last three on the pallet. We didn't gave them out. This old black lady or whatever, she's been waiting in the line. She, we got one more left. This dude cut her off in the line or whatever. And he grabbed the VCR from Curtis. I said, Curtis, bro, it was supposed to be that latest. And the lady said, you got damn right it was supposed to be mine. I know you're about to heal that VCR up. And the dude said, I'm sorry, it's in my hands. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. That old lady pulled out a knife, bro, and stabbed that man right there in Lamb Turner Walmart oh, for a VCR, my boy. Like, mm. I stabbed him like six times. Shorty had to be like <laughs> 72 years old, right? But guess what, dog? You know how many times I've seen somebody get stabbed at Lamb Turner Walmart? Uno, dos, tres, cinco. I'm just saying, bro. Thank you. I'm not cap, brother. I'm every nigga. I'm just saying, nigga. That Walmart was crazy, bro. I seen nigga stabbed up there. Nigga shot. I seen a nigga. I seen a nigga hit a nigga with a car. Nigga was wild up there, bro. It was wild. Bro, the shit happens so often. Nigga be like, stabbing on aisle three. Yes, facts. We had a code for this shit. (laughs) The shit happens so often. When the nigga starts, hey, when the nigga pull out a weapon, it was code 19, nigga. And they told us to run to it. I say, nigga, you pay me $6.85 an hour. I'm not running to no motherfucking stabbing. 
<laughs> niggas was lucky if I don't steal some shit while all y'all in the front. Straight up. Y'all niggas in the front. I worked at Layaway, bro. Nigga, if everybody in the front responding to a nigga trying to rob, I'm putting shit in my pocket, boy. Fuck Walmart, boy. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> my shit now. Bro, I swear to God, see, like, between 2005 and 2008, the whole Northside High School division just worked at that Walmart, my nigga. Everybody was in that bitch with a job. Hell yeah, and if you got an iPad, I know you got it for me and Tank. We appreciate you shopping with us, baby. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for shopping at Nigga Mart. We got them shit straight off the truck. Oh, y'all let a nigga pull these off the truck? Mm. And you paying me six eighty five? Mm. Nigga, that's mine. Nigga, that's mine. I got the new bag, nigga. Ain't even out yet. I got the new bag, nigga. Nigga, why, why you, why you <laughs> bullshit? They fucked up one year. I was working, I was working for Target, and um, I had pulled a couple of overnight shifts because they was short. It was holiday season. And um, and a nigga needed a, a brand new PS3 controller. Them, them controllers never made it to the floor, bro. Woo, tough. Sucks for you guys, Fortune 500 companies, because I'm every nigga. <laughs> get back to me. I'm going to get my money back, baby. Some kind of way. They want to pay a nigga 685. That's just dumb as fuck, bro. Like, this is how you know, like, I don't know how, I don't know, Canada, I think y'all might get paid a little bit more than that, but I'm telling you like this, this is how you know there's a big gap between corporate CEOs and what we got going on as far as like poor people. Bro, you can't pay me $6.85 and put me in the back of the store and tell me to pull shit off the truck. Nigga, you dumb. I'm taking <laughs> all this shit. Nigga, come up off it smooth, nigga. That's my yeah. shit now. Hold on a second. $6 an hour. Yeah, six eighty five. When I worked at Walmart in two thousand, damn, Q. When I worked at Walmart, two thousand and four, five, yeah, something like that. It was I got paid six dollars and eighty five cent an hour, no. and that was above minimum wage because at the time minimum wage was five something. What well, that shit was when the minimum wage was then is what it was five something an hour. Federal minimum wage before it went up to seven twenty five. I was yeah. in I was in middle school. So. Seven dollars. Oh. Cool. Yeah, minimum wage, federal minimum wage in the United States of these fucking whack ass Americas is seven dollars and twenty five cent an hour right now, as we speak on this podcast. Seven dollars and twenty five cent an hour. You're gonna you're gonna lose it when yeah. you hear what our minimum wages over here. You're gonna lose it. What is it? What is it? It's like $14.75. See, that's that bullshit, my nigga. But y'all don't want socialism. But a nigga be clowning. See, Sarah, you don't understand. See, these niggas listen to Bro Listen podcast. Niggas be clowning me on Bro Listen because I be saying we need socialism, right? They got all these negative things to say about socialism. Not these niggas, but Tank, you you know who I'm talking to, you bitch. But they got all these <laughs> negative things to say about socialism. But then, like, bro, how is there a 100% increase in Canada for minimum wage? How? That's great. Well, no, the only thing that I'd say, though, that corresponds a little bit with what other people say in regards to socialism is the problem is, is when minimum wage goes up, the tax rate goes up. So everything gets way more expensive than it needs to be. I'm going to tell you something that for me to buy a box of cereal back then versus how it is now is completely different. And it's been skewed ridiculously because minimum wage keeps going up. They're still trying to get us to $15 an hour. But the problem is, is that once that does pass, because eventually it will, 
it's going to be hella expensive for me to buy that box of cereal or something. Like I'm going to be paying like at least like six bucks for it, seven bucks for it. Like it's, Mm-hmm. And see, that's what's crazy here because minimum wage is seven twenty five, but a box of cereal is still six bucks. So, 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 what the fuck we got going on? That's that's what the problem is here. Mm-hmm. The shit costs the same. Tur- you, you, I don't know. I read books. If you read a book in America and you flip over the book, it'll have the price of the book. Want to be Canada and want to be the United States? That's how damn near every book is, right? So, if you notice the book, the book in Canada is always like fucking like two dollars more or a dollar fifty more or whatever. Yeah. However, however, with like you paying eleven dollars for the book, I'm paying nine dollars, but I'm making seven twenty five an hour. <laughs> like that's crazy. That's like true. bananas. Blow this well, bitch that's up. why. That's why I love. That's why a lot of us like going to the states to go and buy things, especially like us. Us making the trip all the way to Buffalo for a weekend to buy a bunch of things all the way in Niagara Falls is is totally worth the trip because it's way cheaper over there than it is over here to buy stuff. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, Sarah, you got you got your story ready? Um, yes. You? Yes, okay. I do. Okay, so I, you guys, it's an American company, actually. I'm pretty sure you guys, you guys know the store Journeys, right? You guys know that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. We have yeah. one in Regency Mall. Yeah. So we only have like a handful of them, maybe like about, like we just, well, when I was still working there, which was like quite a few years ago, this was about five, six years ago. Um, we only had a couple of them. So there were only a handful of them that you could go to to buy the stuff that you wanted. But when I was working there, I remember these two teenagers came inside my store and have you ever thought about the fact that like every single retail job says to you, like, if you catch somebody stealing, you can't chase after them or you can't accuse them. Even if you see them, like you can't say anything, right? You can't say it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Walmart. They'd be like, go tap that nigga and beat him in the back of the head. Like dead ass. Walmart is a whole other tier of people at that point, because you obviously like that place is huge. So obviously somebody's going to steal from there. There's no question about it. But over at that store, we weren't allowed to like confront nobody if they were stealing nothing. But these kids come in at like right at closing when me and this other girl, we were closing the store. And then tell me how, like right under our noses, they stole a backpack from us. Like long story short, they stole a backpack from us. But this idiot comes to the mall the next day wearing the backpack that he stole and starts going into other stores across from us so I can see him wearing the backpack and I'm yelling out of the store. I'm like, yo, that's a nice backpack. Where'd you get it from, bro? Where'd you get that backpack from? It's real nice, it's real nice. <laughs> and he's like turning all shades of red, is so embarrassed and goes inside the Zoomies that's right across from us. You guys have that too, right? I'm pretty sure Zoomies. Yeah, we got the Zoomies. Okay. Zoomies, yeah. yeah. Old school. I haven't seen one in 150 years, but yeah. <laughs> He goes inside that store, tries to steal from them, but I call the guy, I call the guy that's working there. I'm like, listen, that kid's going to try and steal some shit from you. And he's like, what, really? I was like, yeah, he's going to try and steal something. So I'm just letting you know right now because he stole that backpack from me. And I'm still yelling across the mall, like, yo, dog, that's some real nice, that's a real nice backpack. That's a real nice backpack, buddy. And then all of a sudden, like the guy that's working there just slams the door to close the store and traps those kids in there. And I'm watching this from across my store the whole time, literally for like a good 45 minutes watching this shit go down. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and then all of a sudden all these cops start rushing in. It was the craziest thing. I was like, 
okay, I wasn't expecting all of this to happen. All these cops are outside the zoomies and everybody is just like stop, stops what they're doing and is watching all of this go down. And you know, again, it blows my mind that like literally people can get caught stealing here and they won't get arrested for it. They'll just get off with a warning or they will just like be like, okay, well don't do it again. You're banned from the mall. Cause that's basically what happened is they just banned them from the mall. That's it. Oh, Nothing else. Canada, <laughs> my home. Nobody even got stabbed. Like I just want to point out that you, you're, you, you know, first of all, you're my favorite Canadian at this point. Also, I want to point out that you're trying to break these Canadian stereotypes, but all of your stories and everything goes back to cliche Canadian bullshit. Because in America, that nigga would have got shot straight up yeah. like it would have been on TV yeah that nigga would have got shot like nigga you're still it pow pow nigga straight up center mass because I think, like I, I, I know but I think like you guys over there it goes back to the fact that literally anybody can carry a gun it's yeah. like that concept to me is just insane because when I went to Florida when I went to Florida two years ago I went to the Walmart there and deadass they had in the cases they had guns that you could just recreationally buy for yeah. like whatever reason and you're just yeah. there like wow I used to work I used to work in sporting goods at Walmart on Liam Turner and I sold an average of five guns a day like yeah like straight up <laughs> rifles and all kinds of shit like straight up like I sold five guns a day and you don't know what they're gonna use it for like no, over right. at least at least over here, the gear that you use for hunting is specifically for hunting. Like anything we need that's to take you to a shooter. There's anything? a gun place in Jacksonville called Shooters or whatever, and like you can go in there and you can get like concealed weapons and all that. All you got to do is take this class on one weekend or whatever. You pass the class, and then you do a background check, and if you're not a felon, it doesn't matter what other offenses. You can be a fucking pedophile. As long as you're not a felon. You can buy the gun, and then you buy the gun, and you'll do what the fuck you want to do with it. You know, kill people, whatever. Rob bank, it don't matter. It's America, freedom, baby. Yeah, yeah I know. I, look at where we're at now with the mass shootings going on. Hell yeah. Oh, that's when I read stories like that, I'm like, what the hell is going on over and there? y'all don't even get the dust of it. 47, we have 47 mass shootings last uh, this month so far. And a mass shooting is defined as a killing of three people or more from a, a single shooter. 47 so far. 47. But then anytime we say, hey, we want to get rid of assault rifle. Hey, you take your guns. You can't take your fucking guns, man. <laughs> Every fucking time, bro. Like, that's an up... I've actually... And I'm pretty, like, quote, unquote, woke on a lot of things or whatever. And I'm definitely super liberal. I'm so liberal. I'm a Marxist. That, like, I've given up on the gun battle thing. We can't win that one. That's a it's a it's a wrap. That's like it goes back into that pretentious American thing I was talking about. You're mm -hmm. born thinking I have an inalienable right to shoot somebody, not just carry a gun. But motherfucker, yeah. I was I asked the dude, we had this discussion on my on my podcast one time. If somebody is breaking in your house, they steal your TV or they steal something that's valuable to you. Say it's your grandma's wedding ring that she gave you or whatever. And they're running out of the house. They're gone. They didn't harm you. They're gone. They're running out of the house. And mm -hmm. you see them with your gun. What would you do? 90% of the people who responded said, I would shoot them in the back. So that lets you know where we are as Americans and how we feel about shit like that. They were like, yeah, I'll shoot that motherfucker in the back. Don't come in my house then. Like, what? It's just... <laughs> like 
I am, see, I can't even articulate or put it into words because at that point, like, it's your stuff's already gone. What is killing the person gonna do? America's what? all kinds of fucked up, though. Like, you don't even understand. Like, going back to the hood, I don't know. <laughs> do y'all have Snowfall? Do you watch Snowfall, um, the TV show? It's on FX. Y'all might not even have that. They probably banned FX up there because it's such a terrible network. <laughs> but the show Snowfall is about this guy who becomes a big time drug dealer in the 80s in Compton. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, he's aided by the CIA. And it's not like a made up, like the story is fictional, but that's not made up. Like crack, my mom is literally the quote unquote crackhead or whatever that people think of when they think of a crackhead and that's because she was on crack when i was born and that came from the fact that the cia and ronald reagan put drugs in our neighborhood mm-hmm. put guns in our neighborhood and then came on national tv and was like oh all these people with oh. drugs and guns are bad we have to get rid of them it's lit that's america like it's like give everybody drugs and guns and then complain about how they have drugs and guns like it's it's insane or whatever. So yeah, you feel lucky that you live up there. It's cold as fuck though. No, I mean fuck. in in other ways though, and this is for real though. Like in other ways, we have a system that's that's very similar to that, but it's a lot more swept under the rug. At least for you guys, it's like, hey, hi, look at us. Hey, what's up? Racism, right. you know. Like at least for us, it's like, oh no no no, we're not racist. No 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 no, Canada can never yeah. exist. Never never in a million years, and yet. The indigenous population over here, the way that they're treated is... Yeah. Yeah. I just seen a thing the other day about how indigenous people were treated in Canada. And they were doing, like, where they take the indigenous people and take them to, like, reformation school or whatever, where they change how they... Yeah, yeah, where they change how they think. And they did that until, like, 1980-something. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that wasn't a lot, though. I was like, what? Like, oh, let's take these natives... Uh, these these people who are indigenous to the to the land that we stole, and mm-hmm. let's take them to a school and make them white. What? Yeah. I was like, geez, Louise, but I expect nothing less from the British descendants. I mean, what mm-hmm. I mean uh, it's colonizer. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but everything has a dark history and a dark side. I just think that I don't I think know. The man. U.S. is way more open about it, though. You yeah, literally open. like like you can see it and hear about it. You know that's what my cousin says. He, he tanks always like you got to pick your poison, and he would rather you know straight up racism than under the rug racism or whatever. Me personally, I kind of don't know because I don't like overt racism in my face because either way you can't respond to it. No, oh, which which makes it bad here. Like it's like if they're overtly racist in your face. Can't do nothing about it because if I do something about it, they'd be like, "Well, we got freedom of speech." So, like, mm-hmm. if a person on the street wanted to walk by and be like, "Nigger," right? It ain't like how me and Q and them was like, "Nigger." That's that's cool. Nigger is cool. Nigger, that's not cool. If they with did the ER. that with the ER, if they did that to me on the street, Hard, I can't do shit. I can't do nothing to them. That's their right as an American to call me that. They can do whatever they want. Like, I can't do shit. Like, I can't do anything. Same thing with like if you're homosexual and somebody says faggot. They, the homosexual person can't retaliate and put. They can't do anything about it. It's your freedom as an American to insult people. So, like, so covert or overt, either way, it sucks. So I don't yeah. care. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. 
And like, yeah, that's one of the things too that bothers me. But then when I start getting into that, that goes back like with the guns. Like you can't tell people, oh, well, maybe we should limit free speech. What are you talking about, boy? You goddamn commie talking about limiting free speech, boy. You can't take away. I got the right to tell you that you suck. And that's how they do. So. <laughs> All right, so I got my I got my story. Um, nobody got stabbed in mine. Nobody got ran over Damn. or anything. Suck already. <laughs> <laughs> but this one this one's pretty interesting. It's it's about the time that you, I got robbed out of being out of being a shift manager. And this one has a lot of this one has a lot of layers to it. All right. So at the time, I had been at the job for two years. And the plan was because I had I I was pretty much busting ass like I was always putting the work. I laid down my life for that job. I dealt with all the customers that were nagging when shit didn't want to get brought in. And I dealt with all the fuckery like I dealt with it all. And that it was like my fifth class because I was in school, too. Mm-hmm. And the kind of like purpose where I'm talking about. Um, I'm not sure if y'all have a Plato's closet in Canada. Yes, we do. But like but, maybe like three or four like very very little okay so so you kind of get that the concept it's like well isn't it kind of like wait you guys have goodwill no yes it's yeah, just really, like really goodwill kind yeah. of like that except yeah. you get paid except you get paid you get for, paid for the stuff yeah. you bring in yeah. yeah yeah so it's like that so the plan was that the one male key holder they were called key holders they weren't actually called shift managers um he was leaving and since he was leaving a spot opened up Two, three months prior to that, I got snubbed because two other people applied to the position and both of them got it. And it was three of us that applied and I ain't get and I didn't get shit out of it. Then I thought about it and I saw and I saw the names because you would see them like rank higher. Like you have your manager and you would have your key holders and then you'd have your employees like there is like they had a ranking and it was basically in the order that you like started. Mm. So. You know, so I was like, yo, like I knew when I got I knew when I got snubbed because they got moved up the list. And as soon as I saw it, I almost cussed the paint off the walls because I was so heated. But I learned about it. I took the high road. I perfected my craft. I learned about it. I got better at it and I got better with myself. I knew myself as an as a person and as an employee. So a couple months passed and the guy that was um, leaving, I found out about it. And I was thinking maybe this would be when I would like, you know, put my skills to work. Mm. So what happened after was they ended up pulling me to the side. They was like, we need to talk to you. And I was like, what did they possibly need to talk to me about? Because I don't do nothing wrong. Like, and the last time that anybody needed to talk to me about anything, it, it was it wasn't good. Like, we need to talk or we need to talk to you is never it's not good. Ever. Like, yeah. Like, and then, so there's a manager and, a, and an assistant manager. And that's what I mean by they. And they were like, we ready to give you a shot. And for the rest of the night, I was happy. Like, I was, like, the happiest I had been in a long time because there was a lot of personal stuff going on, too. And I knew that there was a light at the end of the tunnel, and that was that light. And right. I was so, and I was so excited. Matter of fact, I was exhilarated. Like, I got Chick-fil-A that night after work. They were like, they were like, did you want to meet him? I was like, uh, no, large me. <laughs> and i was so happy i remember spending the money in my head because you know like when you when you're in, like in the back of your mind when you know you're about to get some money you start spending it you in your head mm-hmm. like, that's like, true like mm-hmm. during stimmy season that was like the main time that was like 
going down. Like I like <laughs> I, I was doing math. I calculated how many hours I'll be working. I was adding shit up. And of course, with everything and everything they trained me on, there will be a couple of questions. There's always questions. You're not going to get everything on the first try. So my first day in a higher up position, which was my quote unquote training process, which took longer than everybody else's because they knew their names on the list had moved up and they knew before they even got to the training part, they had it secured. So they, their ranking was already up there. So again, I took the high road. I told myself I got something to prove. So I kept it going and I called some people that got the promotion because I needed answers to what I was doing because I didn't want to like fuck anything up because I knew a lot was on the line and that would have been my ass if something went wrong. So eventually I got there, I got to everything and it was smooth sailing and I was holding up my end of the deal. And I was, you know, I was pretty much just trying to keep everything going lovely, wonderful. I'm still like in the midst of doing like the raise math in my head. So one day something happened and mind you, I'm not official because there are other higher ups that are, are official. And I know that I can't make calls like they can and I'm aware and I'm humble. And and I'm in my place because I know my place. And once I figured that out, a customer had a question about something that didn't get taken in because, you know, it was at a time where we were being very selective. And I was about to say something, but I had to think of how I would approach the situation. But I didn't want to spark a disagreement with anybody else. And I knew that if it wasn't smooth selling, that would be my ass. (laughs) Like my ass and a dollar raise is on the line here. And I was fucking broke at the time. And dollars matter when minimum wage is seven to seven twenty-five. <laughs> like it's so crazy because at the time, um, the minimum wage was, and I and I'll never forget the minimum wage that went up to seven ninety-three. But the manager, and this was in Florida, like, and the manager had that you know had before the new manager got there, she had left and she gave me a a twenty-five cent raise, so I was up to eight eighteen, and. And at the time, I was like, and basically, in order, like shift managers make a dollar more. So to get back to the situation that happened, the other person butted in and said this, that, and the third, and damage control the whole situation. And the person that did it was an official key holder that had already like made the ranks and got the raise and whatever. And a couple of minutes passed by, and then, and then they sent they sent me a text: "We need to talk to you." And then, <laughs> and then they proceeded to ask me, why did you call such and such this morning to see what you had to do with this and that? Like, why did you call somebody before store hours? Because you have to get changed for the registers at the bank before a store opens. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of had to do that, too. And they were like, we trained you on this and you're supposed to know which they did not train me on anything related to the bank and opening the store. So I was scrambling like a cockroach when you turn the lights on. <laughs> and they told me they were like you're a gifted key holder you're not even there yet and mind you i had been waiting for so long because they gave me every excuse in the book they were like me and the owner and the accountant have been playing phone tag over the past week or two but i'm like it was smooth damn selling for everybody else but come to find out i needed another two weeks of training because payroll already happened and my name did not move but again, Hyrule, I'm humble, but I'm taking it with a grain of salt because I'm getting paid less to do more. Or better yet, the absolute most. Now, the night before the, the big day happened, 
we all hung out as a group, like me, the manager, assistant manager, the dude that was even like talking about leaving. And the guy that was supposed to be leaving, he ended up talking himself out of leaving. And we basically had this conversation where I was originally supposed to close and he was supposed to open the store. He asked me to switch shifts. Usually openers get the hard part of the day. And I'm thinking maybe I could prove myself and give myself the benefit of I deserve this and use the tools to use that to my advantage that I thugged out and opened the shift. So I say, yes, biggest mistake of my life. The next day, <laughs> the next day just went so bad. The team they gave me, like it was, it was just a full on like train wreck like the structure was bad and we were on a tear where we couldn't like take stuff in and we could stop buys at any time because inventory was so high and then like in the middle of the shift i get a call and keep in mind everything is just getting bad because customers was bringing mad shit in because like it was the end of the semester and people were moving and like i was told i was told we can't stop buys anymore. The owner just yelled at me and we have to open up the third register, which wasn't open in a couple months. So like I had to figure all that out while customers were all scrambling. Like, do y'all remember the SpongeBob, like caveman picture meme from some years? Yeah. Ooh. Everybody Ooh. was looking like that, like that. <laughs> and people who I was working with, they needed breaks. And I wasn't about to take anybody breaks away from them. So whenever they asked, I was like, go ahead and do your thing. Cause you know, I don't want anybody, I don't want nobody doing that to me. Then there was one particular person that came in that wasn't allowed to sell in the store anymore or come in the store because they were number one, they were a thief. Number two, we knew they were stealing and selling stolen product from the mall and selling it to us. And then we were told, like, do not let this person sell anything. We had their name on a sheet of paper. We had their picture. It was like, do not let this person come in. Like, he was one of those people. Oh. And this person had been to jail on multiple occasions, and they came in, and they started a problem with me. And, again, I had to stay civilized because, again, that would have been my ass if I fucked up because I probably would have got fired that day. Like, he did everything he could to make me mad. I was about to, like... Like, I would have had to leave. I would have had to clock out. I, I would have been throwing hands at that point. So he he made a call. He made a call to corporate and just started a whole bunch of other stuff. And I then I get a call from the manager thinking I handled the situation because I was like, look, you know, you, you know, you're, you're not allowed to sell here anymore. This, that, and the third. And then here I am thinking I handled the situation. She was like, no, you didn't. And all the time, I'm trying to defuse the situation the best I could because it's still a shit show. And I'm well aware that I knew that I should have just stopped the closing. Like, so some hours, late, some hours later, at the end of my show, things calmed down and the assistant manager and manager come in. I left because I was like, I need to get out of that environment because I need to go do some other stuff. And I was just like, look, whatever y'all decide to do, I don't care. And if y'all want to make the decision to cut me off from this, I completely understand. But I do feel like I got robbed nonetheless, and it didn't help that old boy decided not to leave. So they was going to keep him where he was regardless. And I knew all of that went out the window with me getting a promotion, and I knew that I would have to explain to everybody who was rooting for me. But I needed to come up with an excuse of I just couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it. I lost interest. And I even told the manager, like, I was like, I lost interest. But deep inside, I knew I got robbed. And I took the high road. We all laughed, walked out happy, but I walked out confused because 
I had, you know, went through so much turmoil, but the fact that I had to deal with shit in that capacity. What was the whole point of that then in the first place? It just made me like, it was just like, yo, I went through all this. You did all that shit for $8, nigga? Let me tell you what I would do. I would have came in that bitch smooth with a thing of bleach. And ran that shit straight over all them little Play-Doh's closet. Nigga, Play-Doh's closet would have been Play-Doh's bleach house. Y'all got me <laughs> fucked up. Y'all got me fucked up, Play-Doh. No, bro, for $8, you went through all that? Mm. Listen. Mm. Mm. The, the, the extra 18 cent didn't even help. <laughs> Times are tough. Listen. It, it didn't get better after that. Like, the, the assistant manager was shysty as hell. Like, Either that, and that's not that's not a knock on her as a person, but as an assistant manager. Mm-hmm. No, sometimes they just sometimes people are unqualified for the job, and that's yeah, just what it is. It's nothing to do with them personally. It's just that's just the way that it is. Sometimes, sometimes unqualified people get the job. I don't think I'll ever work in retail again, based on the fact of the stories that we've shared and the fact that that's how retail jobs are. I'm stressed. Eight. I can't do it. It ain't me. It ain't fun, me, bro. It ain't, it ain't my thing. Like it ain't my cup of tea. I don't even like humans enough to work on no. Like especially if I got to do customer service, bro. Because I don't even want humans to exist. Humans are the <laughs> coronavirus of the earth. So like, at this point, bro, like I couldn't do that. Like just where I am in life and my mental state, like I couldn't do that, bro. Not especially at no Play-Dohs, bro. My homegirl used to work at Play-Dohs here in Jacksonville, and she hated it. And mm-hmm. the fact that you like, so Sarah, you don't. You don't really know because you up in Canada and like a lot of the people listening might not know because I know they probably ain't either go to school there or they don't know. But Dennis went to school in Tallahassee. Okay. Tallahassee. Isn't that where, isn't that where T-Pain is from? Yeah. Yo, yeah. <laughs> the fact that the fact that you associate that with T Pain is beautiful. Shout out to <laughs> the nappy boy. But um <laughs> like Tallahassee. I think he puts that in the song. That's why. But yeah, go on. Yeah. It's it's a weird place. It's a weird place, right? Because it's the capital of Florida. Each state has a capital, right? So it's the capital of Florida, but and it also has two major colleges in it. You have Florida State University, which is like a huge, big deal major college, and it also has FAMU or Florida A and M University, which is a huge, big deal historically black college because we used to have to go to different colleges than the white people. But anywho. Um, so it's like a weird mix because you have this college town thing going on. You have these bureaucrats that are there and the rest of the people that live there are absolute deliverance rednecks. So it's like, I don't even know how you did that, bruh, bruh. Cause guess what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to deal with that mixture of humans coming into the store trying to talk to me. Cause I'm straight. <laughs> I'm straight. And you know what else? I'm straight Keisha. And I'm straight Senator Gov. I'm good on all of them. Like, I'm straight. But yeah, Tallahassee is a weird place. Yeah, I was about to say, because Billy Bob wasn't even, the, wasn't even the one that came in with the issue that was, like, doing all the stealing and stuff. Know, probably, like, like they didn't say Ray Ray. Like, they didn't say it on Friday after this. This was a nigga that did this. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. By the way, that's one of the greatest quotes in movie history. It was a nigga that did this. Like, that's funny as shit. Like, that's funny as shit. But it's true, though, bro. Like, it's so weird, bro. Like Tallahassee, bro. And I know you know when I used to come down there or whatever, visit y'all boys. I just always thought Tallahassee was just like a weird 
just weird place. But I, I went to University of Florida, which is in Gainesville, and it's similar where it's like all rednecks and then a bunch of college kids. And then like there's no HBCU. So there's no historically black university in Gainesville. So at least in Tallahassee, there's black people. Like the only black people that go to University of Florida are like, yo, bro, what's up? You know, just hanging out, you know, uh, with some frat guys, you know, if you guys want to come to the party. Like those, like, <laughs> those are, or, and then, or either if they like me and they from the hood, then they on the football team. But outside yeah. of that, there's like no black, like, and then Gainesville got a hood, but I ain't trying to get shot, my nigga. I've never been there. So huh. let me, I'm gonna say this about Gainesville. And, and while I do, while Gainesville, you know, college wise is Auckland. Um, yeah. I went, I tried this coffee shop they have in Gainesville. It's called Patty Cakes. Patty Cake is delicious. Listen, some of the best coffee that I've had, like, in a long It's delicious. Like, it's really it's, good. I was like, yo, they had this drink called Game Night, and it's basically a cold brew mixed with like chocolate milk. I was like, okay. They, See, y'all are just mixing things together and putting things together and seeing if it works. And if it works and somebody likes it, then y'all keep it. And it's like, that's pretty much how America is. Yeah. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Listen, IHOP has a <laughs> listen. IHOP has a bacon milkshake. Yeah, if you really want to put that in perspective, like IHOP yeah, has like this, like we ain't fucking off. Yeah, we ain't Burger, fucking off. Burger King had bacon ice cream at one point. Oh my god! Like yeah. a lot of it's these America places it's like America. experiment, mm-hmm. like like you wouldn't believe. Like it's insane. But see, going back to the whole idea of universities, can somebody explain this to me? Because I've asked all my American friends about this. Okay, so. Over here, we have university and we have college, right? So university would be any university, college would be any college. But you guys have, or you guys call these universities going to college. When you say you're going to school, they're all the same. I go to college, I go to college, I go to college. And then when you hear what college or where they go to, it's a university. How does that make any sense whatsoever? It's all the same. You guys are on the British, you guys are on the British structure. So like in, in 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 England or Britain or the UK, it's the same thing. Like they have college and they have university and it's two different things. Mm-hmm. Like it means two different things. You study two different things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know like in England, I think you go to like primary school, then you go to like something else. And then you go to like, I guess college or whatever, or university. I don't know which one it is, but I know you go to one or the other. And then if you want to advance your studies beyond that, then you go to the other one or whatever. But like here in America, the word college just means education beyond high school. And the university is the actual institution. So if you're going to college, you're going but to a university you? on average. But shouldn't yeah. you just say then at that point that you're going to university? No, well, there's nobody, um that's, that sounds lame. Well, there is like <laughs> and I don't know and I don't know if this is this up is this up there, but they do have like community college and a, a community college yeah, universities. Yeah, we have junior colleges or like community no, colleges. That's what like, college is for us. Yeah, but then you could have okay, so like Dennis, you went to FSU or you went to FAM? I went to FSU. Well, so I, well, I started at TCC and then I transferred to FSU. The FSU. So, okay. So, so that's a good example. So Dennis went to FSU. I went to University of Florida. Both of those are universities or whatever, right? And then he went to TCC. And Gainesville, the community college or the college that's there is called Santa Fe, right? Mm-hmm. So you, So those are like the smaller ones. You would go there and then you would 
transfer into a university to do your graduate studies or whatever, or not your graduate studies. You would go there to do your grad, your grad right? So that's cool. But then there's places like a place called Colgate. Colgate College. Do you go to Colgate College, but you do university studies? And if you wanted to stay at Tallahassee Community College, you could and still study university studies. So everything is just all in one. And it's because in America, it's about money. So at first we were, and I only know this because I minored in history. We were on the same structure as you guys because all the shit was just British anyway. So whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So you would go from high school, then you would go to college and then you would go to university. So we had colleges and universities. However, when college became a thing that was like, oh, we can make money off of it. And it no longer was a state-ran university system set up by Abraham Lincoln, by the way. And it wasn't a state-ran university system anymore. And it was about colleges actually making money and not just being living off of endowments and stuff like that. Then it changed. So colleges that used to be like JUCOs or smaller colleges became universities. And they didn't change their name or whatever. So it's weird like that. Like another historically Black university or college was Bethune Cookman so forever all my life growing up it was Bethune Cookman College right and that's what it always has been and Dennis correct me if I'm wrong they changed that right to what is it now BC is Bethune Cookman University or something like that it's not Bethune Cookman College anymore so I guess university because I know people say like BCU yeah yeah so they changed it because they want to make more money yeah that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. It, it, it is very dumb. But, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, in America, we have simple things that, like, simple sayings or whatever that we just don't do like y'all because the founding fathers so much hated British people. And they didn't want to be a part of or be accused of being a Tory at all. So they changed the language. So, like, the same reason why people don't say, we say elevator and people say lift. Or, you know, it's like stuff like that. Like, we don't do that. Like, we won't do none of that British shit. We like our own oppressive racist language. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, wait till I get into this, this Florida story. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So, all right. Here's the head, here's the um the headline. Florida couple crashes dream home to get married. Wait, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Here, here's, the, here's the article. All right. Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones invited family and friends to their dream home in the state for their weekend wedding celebration. The ceremony Saturday, brunch on Sunday. There was just one problem. The, cu the couple didn't own the 16,300 square foot mansion and didn't have permission to use it. Oh, yeah. The suburban Fort Lauderdale estate had everything, a bowling alley, a swimming pool, and a waterfall, hot tub, tennis courts, a gazebo, and an 800-foot bar. Wilson said it was God's plan that the couple marry there. But <laughs> despite what the invitation inferred, the actual owner never gave them permission to hold the festivities there. He was stunned when Wilson showed up Saturday morning to set up, and he called the police. <laughs> he told the 911 dispatcher, I have people trespassing on my property and they keep harassing me, calling me. They saying they're having a wedding here and this guy's message. I don't know what's going on. All I want is for it to stop. <laughs> and they're sitting at my property right at the front gate right now. 
Um, two officers told Wilson he would have to leave. He did, and no charges were filed. <laughs> Winston told the paper, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> First of um, all, this is beautiful in so many ways. It's God's plan that those people got married there, and I stand by that. His Holiness Thor and Odin and Zeus. And I also want to point out that I have no idea how they didn't get arrested because squatting is no longer a thing like in Florida because, Sarah, I don't know if you know about this, but a few years ago we had a squatting problem because we had a real estate market that after the recession, we had all these empty houses. So based on Florida having a homestead exemption law, that's some American stuff for you Canadian listeners out there. Um, homestead is something that came about in the uh, 19th century where you could just go to a plot of land and say, this is my land and set up there and the government would give it to you because they wanted people to move into these empty spaces or whatever, right? So that law still exists on the books all the way up until 2019 or 18 or something like that in Florida. So if there was a house that was empty or vacant, you could just go in there and change the locks and start paying the property tax and it's your house. So we had that problem <laughs> for a while. I don't did this. I don't know if you remember the pastor. Remember the pastor that moved in the in the two million dollar mansion or whatever. He just the mansion was abandoned, and he just went to the mansion and he changed the locks, and they paid the property tax one time. So now it's their house, and then the company that owned the house couldn't even get it back. <laughs> I heard that. I heard like that's like a thing that people do. Like there was. T- I remember seeing this on yeah. TikTok where they said like. If people like haven't paid their property tax or things you can like pay that, the like property you can pay it and then and it's your, house. your yeah. property. Like that Family. is facts. That's Amer- that's that's American law, that's, but it's definitely Florida yeah. law. That's definitely Florida law. But that's what's so funny to me about this because they changed the law here in Florida, actually, by the way, in like 2018 or 19, they stopped that. They made that illegal. You can't do that anymore. But it's funny that those people was just like, Yeah, it's manifested by God. We in your shit, bro. Like, <laughs> and that's not even the end of the story. Like it said that um that he posed as a potential buyer toward the estate oh. months ago, and said, and he, he asked and he asked the um he asked if he could use the um the backyard for a wedding, and the and the guy told them no. Yeah, but that didn't but that didn't stop the couple from sending out elaborate invitations detailing their love story, reconnecting 30 years <laughs> after high school and how he proposed over pizza on Christmas Eve. The yes, Saturday sir. afternoon ceremony would be followed by a red carpet cocktail hour and a reception lasting past midnight. Sunday brunch would be from noon to four. The guy realized there was a vacant house and didn't realize the guy lived on the property in a different home. The guy had no idea he lived there. <laughs> and he said, you know, the shop that must have been on his face when he showed up at the gate and the owner was home. Can you imagine? Yes, sir. Like somebody just showed, like, like a whole bunch of people showing up to your house and you having no idea about it. And then like people are like, okay, we're here. We're here to see somebody get married and you're just there like, you know, in your underwear watching your Netflix show and you're like... Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And that was in Florida, Dennis? Yep. Yeah, it couldn't have been nowhere else. Florida. Florida's like Florida man. Yeah, Florida Listen. is the weirdest fucking place on earth outside of maybe Bangkok. But Florida's like fucking weird, bro. Like, like it's just some crazy shit that happens. And like, I feel like shit like that happens like every day here. Like every day, like just weird. Do you get? Things. Do you really get surprised about that type of stuff at that point? The like stuff no. like this happens. No. Listen, there was a time where I was just Googling Florida, man. And every time I Googled Florida, man, something new would come up. Like, yeah. 
Like it, it was, it wasted no time. Like it was just like, he's right about that. And I think as a Floridian, like now I don't even, nothing surprises me anymore. It's just like I was telling y'all at, at the beginning of the show with like the, like the UFC fight and like nobody having to wear masks and like, like, bro, I get it that people are getting vaccinated and things are going on the up, but it's like, that's just dumb to me. Like it's so stupid. And it's like, but we've been like that for like Florida was locked down for like two weeks, and then two DeSantis, weeks. yeah, and then DeSantis came on a press conference where he couldn't put his mask on or whatever. This is all the way back in like last March. Dennis remembers this. DeSantis put his mask on upside down or whatever. Oh yeah, he, he's a fucking idiot, and like he's just like this too much. We can't have this. Like <laughs> the, the businesses are hurting, the people are hurting. I'm hurting. So we're just going to open back up. And literally, that's what he did. Without the president, like, nobody, the, Trump didn't say open back up. He just opened back up. And then when they asked Trump about it, Trump said, well, you know, DeSantis is a great guy. And I trust his judgment. He's done great in Florida. And then, like, it came out that he, like, lied about the numbers of people that were dying so that he could keep shit open. He was like, yeah, we're doing good. We, if you look at the numbers, we're doing good. Nobody's dying. And then he, like, covered up, like, 10,000 deaths. And then so sent like, the police to the house of the lady that was actually yeah. putting up the right numbers. Yeah, then the lady who he fired, who won, who was like, yeah, I'm not going to lie about the numbers or whatever. He fired her or whatever. And then she was posted online the correct numbers and the correct information for the numbers. And he said the fucking Florida State Police to her house and arrested her. <laughs> and then when everybody was like, wait, what are you doing? He was like, oh, that was a mistake. We didn't mean to. We served a warrant at the wrong place. And then she didn't get out of jail for like three oh, weeks, see, even though he said it was a mistake. <laughs> no, see, see this when you say things like this, I refuse to believe that down there is a real place. Like dead listen, ass. <laughs> listen, you think Canada is a utopia? Florida is a utopia for all the wrong reasons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this shit is destitute and foolishness. Like this, if 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 I always like to quote Star Trek because it's the greatest show in the history of the Earth, or whatever. And if Canada is if Canada's Earth, then we're goddamn Chronos. Ain't nothing but Cleons down here fighting each other and stabbing each other with battle axes and shit. Oopak, <laughs> like straight up. Go to the go to the mall at your own fucking risk, dog. Because this shit is bananas, bro. Like dead ass. And like, yeah, you like, oh, that doesn't even seem like it really happened. Like we like literally voted for this fucker and had to like sit here and watch him say dumb shit over and over for like months now like i was just sitting there and i watch him do these press conferences i'm like what the fuck is going on for real like he's a dumbass and he dead ass did not know how to put on his mask like dead ass put the shit on dead ass wrong <laughs> now nah, do you remember when he was in that crowd at that rally and then he started high-fiving everybody then he proceeded to pick his nose at right after yes Yes, he picked his nose and then high five people. Then pick, then hot, then pick his nose again. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. That was a Trump rally, by the way. That was a Trump rally with no mask. Nothing that I refuse to believe is real. What I... Trump rallies? Are you kidding me? They're fucking amazing. Listen, they're amazing. You should listen. They'll never happen again. And I don't even know how I'm going to explain that to my grandkids because it's a time in history that's like. Like, it's going to go down. When people bring up Trump rallies and shit, they're going to look at them, like, as Nazi rallies. And people are going to be like, I can't. That just seems outlandish. I went to one. 
they're incredibly insane. First of all, I'm not pro-Trump. I'm anti-Trump. Fuck him. However, I wanted to see, like, I, I had to see it for myself. You had so to I see it for yourself. Yeah. yeah, bro. I had to. Because I, I want to talk about it on my podcast. So, uh, much to all of my friends who told me, don't go, including Q. Q was like, don't do that, bro. I fucking put me on a MAGA hat. And I went down there and I was like, God damn it. You better best believe I'm voting for our president again. And so, oh, I so, you, was, so you was Black Klansman? That's right, baby. I was undercover because guess what? I'm not going down there with my Black Lives Matter shirt on, so I can get punched in the face like that dude did in North Carolina. And so I was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not having that or whatever. That's the rally where Trump, the guy, the black guy, had his Black Lives Matter shirt on, and the white guy decided, oh, I'm gonna go over here and punch this guy in the face. And then, as the police were carrying him out, Trump was like, get him out of here. Back in the day, we would have carried him out in a stretcher. Get him out of here. <laughs> This shit is bananas, bro. And I'm at this rally, and 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 the shit's so big, Dennis. Um, so uh, you know, like the the Canada Center, right, where the Raptors play, Sarah, right? Yeah. So it's pretty big. So for basketball terms, so the Jacksonville Arena is probably half that size. So it's still a fair amount of people. Sold the fuck out. Fill of full of mega people. You have to yeah. pay money. Yeah, they had to pay money. Yeah. Sold out. <laughs> yeah, he was on tour. Yeah, he was on tour. Yeah. Full of MAGA people. Cool. And it's like, okay, so our mayor is a fucking POS and he sucks or whatever. So the mayor comes and he 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 says some Republican foolishness about like, we gotta protect the babies. They want to kill these liberals, they want to kill the babies. Then the governor was there, DeSantis comes out and he says some gross shit. And then, like, we wait around and we listen to, like, the village people and, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire and shit. And then Trump comes out. And when Trump comes out, you would have thought that Michael Jackson or fucking, <laughs> like, Jesus fucking came from, like, women were crying. Like, people were fainting. Oh, Lord. And See, then Trump comes it, out. And idolizing politicians like that is... yeah. Well, we big, we big time on that over here. We big time on that. It's a Republican thing, but we're big time on that. And then like everybody's like, and then he he got up there, and like they played a video of Joe Biden, like and he they were like saying he was a pedophile, and the video was like showing him like sniffing girls and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Okay. And people in the audience when the video was playing was like, yeah, that fucking pedophile body. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, Donald Trump's being sued in civil cases for sexual assault, like 35 civil cases right now while he's president. And you're like talking about Joe Biden's a pedophile. Get the fuck out of here. It was so bananas. Trump is crazy. Like, that's a conundrum to me. So Andy, brought, Andy brought a rapper on stage, but not just yes. any rapper. Yes. What's he his brought, name, Dennis? What Trump called him? Little Pimp. Little Pimp. I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> Little Pump was like, yeah, I'm pro-Trump. Oh. I fuss with Trump. I fuss <laughs> with Trump. And then so so Little, Little Pump gets out there. He's like, yeah, everybody, we voting Trump. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Then Trump comes out. He's like, yeah, thanks to Little Pimp. He's great. He's great. Little Pimp's great. <laughs> Yo, I always thought it was funny. Like, you know those, like, you know those pictures on like Twitter that you see is like it, the quote is like the quote was like, um, like 
I love, I love Lil Pimp. I listen to Gucci Gang all the time, and he's just like those Trump supporters <laughs> with the shades on. Yeah. Like, like... <laughs> it was the same thing with Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. Like, he took a picture with Lil Wayne. It divided our whole group chat for like three days because I was like, yo, fuck Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne like, yeah, yeah, I say vote for Trump. And he took a picture <laughs> with Trump. I was like, what the fuck is this shit, man? It was banana, Sarah. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what happened, and it's embarrassing, and we're going to erase it. <laughs> Listen, there was never a dull moment with some with Trump. Didn't go down. Yeah. There's been times Joe Biden has been president since freaking what January. Yeah. There's been times I forgot he was president because he's so no, like he's Quiet. so yeah. yeah Politics so is boring normal. again. Yeah, he's so normal. He's such a regular standard issue politician. Literally, Sarah. Literally every day, maybe three four times a day towards the end. I would like turn on the TV and it'll be like, look at what the fuck Donald Trump is doing. Like, <laughs> it was always some like, it was always some dude, the dude, like the, the thing that when I knew it was like, I was like, okay, buddy is psyched out is when he kept saying China virus and Kong flu, right? And like, he's in the White House and there's an Asian reporter and she's asking him about the virus thing. And he was like, why don't you ask China? Why don't you ask China, Miss Ling? And her name's not even Lee. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the ignorance. But I... Yeah, and, and there was no consequences for it. Nothing ever happened. Ooh. Nothing ever. That motherfucker was a racist bigot in the public open as representing America as our leader for four years and nobody gave a fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we gave a fuck. Uh, people. Long. Holy. Yeah, bro, that shit was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. And the worst y'all get is what Justin Trudeau in blackface dressing up like the Swami. <laughs> yeah, you thought I ain't know about that shit. I know about it all. <laughs> I'm on point. I'm I mean, nobody ever thinks that man can do any wrong because he's good looking. Which, to be yeah. honest, like he looks like every other white dude that lives here. So I mean, yeah. he's Canadian say. Obama. Is what everybody says. He's Canadian Obama, but he did do the blackface thing. I don't know, no, Trudeau. You I... took me off with that one. No, it's just, I don't know. There's, again, it goes back to the idea of like people think that everything's so perfect here when in reality it's not. It's not, so. yeah. Justin Trudeau doing a blackface, I think is a prime example of what you're saying there because everybody loves Justin Trudeau on average or whatever. And then it's like, even you, Mr. I have black friends, look at what you did. Because mm -hmm. that's, who, that's who Justin Trudeau strikes me as. I, he's Mr. I have black friends. Mm -hmm. mm. Never. <laughs> all right so closing statements well, oh, I'll, I'll let you go last Sarah you're important you're a guest you're a guest <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say my bullshit okay like I always say on here to my no static family I appreciate all of you uh, supporting as they hold down hater band media uh, what single handedly I'm not even gonna say simultaneously anymore Dennis single handedly hold down hater band media and um is the best uh, guest star on a show I've ever done because there was a Canadian on here and it made me feel the type of way. She's the love of my life and she does not know it. I enjoy her socialism. I enjoy her racial ambiguity. Look at that, I got that word out. University <laughs> of Florida, yeah. University of Florida education right there. And she doesn't even know, but she's the one for me. Um, for all <laughs> For all my Canadian listeners that are from Brunlisten that spilled over to here, uh, I appreciate you. And um, even though Canada's nice, it still sucks. Bret Hart forever. Okay, mm. I'm done. <laughs>
Oh, that's so funny. Uh, no, nah, for uh, honestly, Dennis, I, I'm, I'm super grateful and I really appreciate you having me on here. It was such a good time. It was a blast. Real great way to spend my Sunday. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just going to do a shameless plug if you want to listen to things that I have to say and more of my Canadian accent and all of that fun stuff. I do have a podcast and it's in Spanish and in English. So if you want to listen to that, it's called Chiona which is spelled C-H-I-O-N-A on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to listen, comes out every Friday at midnight. Boom. That's dope. I'm going to promote it on all of my podcasts too. So all of my Jaguar fans, when we do the draft special this week, you're going to get something very special. They're going to be like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm totally going to promote it. So yeah. Thank you. Or, or, um, great pod again. Like, y'all didn't notice it's coming. So, surprise, Shorty. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, and as I always say, you know, keep your mental health in check, check on your people, make sure everybody's good, all of that good stuff. And, you know, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, um, all of the other DSPs, digital streaming platforms, iHeartRadio, you know, the rest. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. Um, LQ just rejoined as we're giving our closing statements. Um, so I don't know if he knows that we're giving our closing statements. And get your ass out of here, Q. <laughs> <laughs> that we are getting ready to sign off. But LQ, since you are here, if you want to give your closing statement, you're more than welcome to have the floor. Yeah, man. Uh, I've got to say this on the last episode. But uh, two weeks ago, I went on a family trip with my wife, my kids. We uh, had a wonderful time in the great state of Georgia. Thank you all for being a host to um, the family shenanigans. And I want want to just speak on something that I observed uh, while there. And um, that is, um, while walking throughout the park, I noticed a lot of Black men, either with their significant others, um, either with their significant other and their children or, you know, black men with other black men and they decide to take the kids out. <clears throat> and in noticing that, I want our listeners to stop believing in the myth that black men don't want to be in relationships, black men don't want to be in love, black men don't take care of their children. That is a lie. And if we're going to continue to perpetuate that lie, then we need to see more positive um, images of Black men out there loving on their women, loving on their children, being um, great advocates for the Black family structure and for the Black community. A lot of y'all don't realize this or you haven't realized it. I have no idea. But between Brothers and Static, Jack's here himself is a single father of a beautiful young woman. He does what he can do for that young woman. And I've seen him since the day she came into this earth. And I salute you, my nigga, as a father. You know, I myself, I am a father of five boys and I will die for mine. You know what I'm saying? Cool. He's raising a a beautiful, young, energetic, uh, young black woman and Trap Zeus as well is a father to a young, beautiful black woman. So when I say that and I say that to you, there are, I want you to realize when you say these things, especially when you say these things to people who aren't living the reality that social media, corporate media, 
and and this Americanized society has put out to us. You know, so salute to all the black men that's loving their women, that's loving their children, that's being providers, protectors, all that good shit. I salute y'all all day. And if nobody's told you, LQ's telling you. Or, Five. Much, much good talks, most definitely. Um, also, um, rest in peace, Shock G from Digital Underground. Um, he he passed away at 57 on Friday, I believe. Well, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about it on the main show, bro, because you just told me in the last two weeks, three rappers have died before they before they touched 60. That is a problem, and we need to talk about that. Yeah, and Shot G is one of those cats that I have no idea how he died because he didn't age. I seen Shot G two years ago look just like he did in the I Get Around video. How's that even G possible? Just, he just started getting gray hair like six months ago. Yeah, bro. Like Shot G did not age, bro. <laughs> right, right. And being that you are here, um, and we'll definitely, you know, we'll, we'll definitely touch up on that um, on our Wednesday recording. But also, as I always say to the listeners, whenever you tune in, remember to like, rate, review, share, worship. 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 Appreciate you, Jax, for joining in on that. And with that said, we out. Peace. Peace. You a hater, hater, bear.